Hello, everyone. Apologies for that deceivingly dank music intro, because this is a somber day as we remember one of the greatest deaths of all time, the death of Blockbuster and the video rental places of our childhood. This is the Midwest <laughs> Barton Podcast. I am Nate. I'm Jake. Uh, and I'm not going to be talking like that the whole time. Uh, <laughs> you know how hard it is for me to like stay quiet during your intro and not laugh and screw it up. <laughs> I should start muting my mic before you that's, do the intro. That's my goal. That's my goal every single time that I do one of these intros is I'm like, I'm going to make Jake laugh so that he just ruins the entire thing. Uh, <laughs> that was a hard one. I was like, have, like, as soon as you started talking in that low voice again, I was just like, <laughs> immediately started like my face got super red. And I was like holding in all my breath. <laughs> that's my, that's my sexy voice. Okay. Yeah, it's my, my sexy voice and my uh, and my somber day voice. They're the same thing. It makes things really awkward and confusing. And confusing. Yeah, yeah. Lauren has no idea what to do when I start talking like that. Uh, um, but this is a big topic for uh, for our podcast because honestly, this is probably one of the main pillars of when you're bored in a small town in the Midwest, like. Um, going and renting movies we're talking about the death of blockbuster as i said um and if you did grow up in a small town in the midwest you probably know blockbuster or family video hollywood video whatever you had in your town you probably know that place pretty well yeah i never went Um, i don't think i've ever been to a blockbuster i've never lived near one but yeah yeah, i was gonna say you grew up in anago they did not have one technically wasa had one but uh I wasn't about to drive 20 minutes to go to Wausau, which is the bigger city that is by my hometown. Um, Weston had a family video and before that they had a Hollywood video. So um, I'm more familiar with those two. Yeah. Family video. I, I miss it. I remember yeah. going out of business. Uh, our family video in uh, Weston is still up and running. They, they really? adapted, they adapted to the times. Do you know what they became? It's the what? weirdest store ever in there now. It's, a cell phone store so it's like a a, i can't remember it's like u.s cellular but they like sell cell phones and stuff and cell phone plans they are also a cbd store (laughs) and then they also rent movies so they're like three businesses rolled into one i'm just like i'm impressed they they adapted with the times they they knew what was happening (laughs) yeah that's probably their only way to survive right now it really is honestly like i'm like what's going to happen if weed gets legalized in Wisconsin? Is it just going to be like a dispensary? <laughs> Here, try your sample gram with uh, your movie there, bud. <laughs> yeah, do you want to? Do you want? Do you want to rent Pineapple Express for the third time this week? <laughs> <laughs> Does it still come with the sample? <laughs> uh, uh, did your Did your family like rent a lot of movies when you were a kid? Oh yeah, uh, I think yeah. My my parents would maybe once a week. I don't know, we used to go there quite a bit, but it would Once be, for, yeah, it was like a weekend thing for us for a while, especially when I was younger. And yeah. once, I don't know, probably started like middle schoolish age, I kind of switched from movies to renting video games. That was another and, good thing about those places is you could also rent video games. Oh yeah, it was, it almost, it was a different experience for games too, because you tried to shove every bit of content into that small, like two to five day window, whatever oh you went God, for. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you got one of those brand new games that was like you couldn't rent it for more than two days, you were like, "All right, so my next <laughs> gonna be a lot of Mountain Dew tonight." My next forty eight hours are booked. Yep, yep, and you would stay up all night playing that one game. Yep, um, I miss that though. Like, I don't know. It was good times. Like, I I very rem- I remember it fondly now. Yeah. 
you know, maybe I'm seeing it through rose colored glasses. Cause I remember it, it did suck at the time. Like you only have two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I would go back, but I miss it. Yeah. Yeah. It's nostalgia, you know, nostalgia is a powerful thing. Um, I do remember how much it sucked though. Like they, if you didn't have an ID with you, most of the time they wouldn't let you rent the M games. Yep. So you were stuck with either the T or, uh, or what's below T? Um, I haven't rented a below T game in. Oh yeah, because it's different e, from e, e, e for everyone. E. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Got it. Um, Got it. <laughs> I I don't remember being carded a lot. I remember when I was younger, like I wouldn't be there unless like my family drove me there. But as I got older and I'd go there by myself, I don't remember them ever carding in Anigo. Like I feel like the employees just didn't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, it it kind of depended like who was working because sometimes I would be able to I would be able to get an M game, but then other times I would get carded. And there was a couple times that I was like, I was like fifteen, and I was like, I don't know. come on, man, come on, man, like <laughs> <laughs> you just let me get it, all right? Uh, uh, no, I, I uh, the candy that came along. Uh, There's always like unique candy that was nowhere else, but Family Video, like. I, I don't know, it was like toxic barrel things that were just filled with the grossest, sugariest shit. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> the giant gummy bears? That or they the giant gummy them. bears, yeah. And then they uh-huh. had all like the frozen candy bar, ice cream candy bars. There's like mm-hmm. Reese's, but in ice cream form that was frozen. Yeah, they were always uh, they were always really good at placing that exactly in the right spot. So that yep. you were like, I got all my movies, but I need my movie snacks now. Yep. And then, yeah, then they, all, they had the themed ones. Like, I know one more recently, like... Like when like minions came out, they had all like the minion candy and like the minion oh themed stuff. But like they did that for other movies, like that would come out yeah. at the time. Minions and, were like, like everywhere. Though. Oh, I mean they still are. Like we just went to. Yeah, they still do. I think Universal Studios. Do they? I don't know if they own it, but when we went think, to yeah. Florida last year, um, yeah, minions were just walking everywhere in costume. Still. Yeah. Do you have any like specific memories from? Your childhood, like renting movies with your family or anything? Um, like not a specific time. I just remember going like every week. Like we used yeah. to go a lot. And we I always remember be... like it came with pizza every time. Like if you were Oh yeah. If you were going out to rent movies, like you were gonna order probably Domino's because it's a small town and like Domino's is probably the only pizza place that's gonna well, deliver to you. Get ready for the surprise, but uh, I didn't have Domino's until I was in college. What? Yep. No, we let me let me name off the places. We had our our main chain pizza place was Pizza Hut. That oh, was, gross. We had Pizza Hut, which I grew up loving because that was one of three options. And then you um, got older and you realized that it's dog shit it rolled is. up. It is. Yeah, you know, I I still will eat it, but if I have a choice, I will never choose it. Oh no, nobody but, would. No, my favorite though was we had a place called Bucks Pizza. And I think okay. it was just a single store. I don't think it was a chain or anything. It was like a family-owned place. Okay. I think. I'm not actually 100% sure on that. I have, I've never seen it anywhere else. But they had one pizza size called the Belly Buster. And mm-hmm. it was just one giant rectangle pizza. And I their, their like crust was like the perfect thickness. Like they had the best. Everything was perfect. Like the, the amount of cheese they used was perfect. The amount of Ronies they put on there were perfect. And... We my parents loved it, so we would always order bucks. And I remember it was just like my mouth would start drooling the moment they told me, and like just waiting for this pizza to arrive. 
Dude, um, some of those, if you had one of those like local small town pizza places or just food places in general, sometimes mm-hmm. those were like way, way better than you could ever get, even from some of the fancier places. Yeah. It was weird because it was either like half the town of Anigo was like team bucks. And then the other half were the, the third pizza place was called BB Jack's. And their thing was like super, super thin crust, which isn't my forte. I don't, I don't, I, I like, I like a little bit of fluffier crust. Um, but yeah, it was like, yeah, you need, you need a little girth. Um, yeah, but it was weird. Like you, you were either a Bucks lover or a BB Jack's lover. You were never both. That's so weird. Cause it, like, uh, like Lauren and her family, they, they actually are completely divided. Her brother and her mom um they both like this place in racine i don't remember what that one's called um but then i think her and her dad like this other place that's like a thin crust really like it's a really like dumpy place like you have to go in the middle of the worst part of town to get there and i they took me there once and it like i don't really like thin crust but that was some of the best freaking thin crust pizza that i've yeah. ever had it was it, so good it can definitely be good like Politos, they have pretty thin crust and Stevens yeah. point and it's like yeah. that i love too it was like i think the thing with bb jacks was they it was crispy as fuck like they really like burnt the shit out of the crust so it was like a crunch mm-hmm. in every bite and no, I, that, I don't like that i think that's what i didn't no. like about it no the place yeah. in racine that they took me has like that um the cornmeal crust you know where it's got like all those little like flaky pieces oh sure it's so so good yeah that sounds I, good I I probably probably like that. It, honestly I, I wish i could remember the name just to like give them a shout out but off the top of my head, I, I can't actually remember. And Lauren would probably hate me if I <laughs> remember the name of that place. Um, uh, to go back to your question, though, yeah, no, I don't have any specific memories of going no. there. But I remember, like, what I do remember is, like, every weekend that we would go, um, I had two other siblings, and we'd all get to choose, like, one movie or one video game, whatever we wanted to choose. Yep. yep. And that was yeah. always hard. I would, like, I, I would know every movie on the wall because they, like, rarely added new movies not on a weekly basis and i would still make that walk every single time around the store just like double checking trying to like calculate exactly what fucking movie i wanted to watch that night (laughs) i spent way too much time and effort trying to just pick a movie oh dude it was it was a process to go there because my because my family had the same deal with my brother and i like they're like all right you both get to pick out one movie we're going to go home, you know, order the pizza and everything. And then we're going to sit down and we'll watch um, your movie. And then my parents would usually get a movie to watch after we went to bed. Hopefully not an adult movie. I don't want to think about <laughs> that. I just really hope it was a normal one. Because Family Video had that section. The, oh, had that section. I, um, I actually have something funny with that, too. You can finish <laughs> your story, though. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, my one of my biggest memories is every time we would rent the movies, uh, my brother and I, we would always we'd like throw like a bunch of blankets down in the living room, like right in front of the TV. And we'd basically build like a little bed. And then we would just like lay down there, put our, put our arms behind our head and just get super comfy. Uh, and then we watched both of our movies and it was, just, it's like probably one of my favorite childhood memories of all time. There, there, what makes just a bunch of blankets in front of a TV so comfortable, especially when you're know. a kid? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It was my favorite thing to do. Yeah, it same. Like legitimately, we, my favorite thing to do. We, I, like, there was a summer where um, I, I literally threw blankets down in front of a TV, and I, I slept there like every night for the whole summer. 
Yeah. Like <laughs> I didn't even sleep in my own bed. Like I chose like this hard floor just with some blankets on it. Like, I don't know what it was about it. It was just. No, sometimes my parents would go out of the town. They would go up North for the weekend. And I would like, and even when I was like a teenager, like when I was 15, I started, I started working and I would have to work one weekend. So I couldn't go up North with them. And I would just stay home. And instead of sleeping in my own bed or like any comfortable place at all, I would just throw a bunch of blankets down in front of the TV and I would put on a movie that I rented and I would just fall asleep to that movie. Yeah. No, I remember for Christmas when you're, um, me and my two siblings, we got giant red bean bags that were like twice the size of our body. And we used to build the craziest beds out of those things. Like when they would, like my, my uh, siblings, they would go see their dad in Colorado for summers. So I would mm-hmm. have the house to myself and I would take all three of the bean bags and just line them up into like this crazy ass bed that i would just like sink into and get lost in <laughs> mega bed and oh it was so comfortable that sounds awesome dude i've i've seen those i've only i've actually only been to your house your actual house one time your parents house the Halloween but party, i do remember right? yeah. yeah yeah i i think we no we didn't sleep on the beanbag somebody else did but i, I slept Wait, on an air that blue one right yeah, yeah. That that that's not even the one I'm talking about. That one is it's so not? big. No, that one my brother bought. Like that thing's huge though. That thing like it was the size of the living room. <laughs> I remember one of uh one of the people that was there like drunkenly passed out and just like <laughs> laid on that beanbag and we were on an air mattress next to them. <laughs> I was like I'm kind of jealous cuz that looks really comfortable. <laughs> I couldn't count how many people drunkenly passed out on that beanbag. <laughs> oh God. yeah I, I can i can imagine it's a great place to drunkenly pass out if you're gonna pick a place to drunkenly pass out i would recommend a beanbag chair <laughs> um so i do have some uh some history so I, we're, we're gonna get to the learning portion here about blockbuster um so blockbuster can be traced all the way back to 1978 when um it was under the name cook uh cook data services founded by david cook which started out providing software to the gas and oil industry. Um, obviously, that's not uh, not exactly where Blockbuster came from, but that's the guy who started Blockbuster. So after selling his Interesting business... Interesting career choice. Yeah. After selling that business, though, he wanted to go into the video rental business because he saw kind of how that, how that was starting to take off at that time. Um, so he purchased a franchise store at the time that was called VideoWorks. And he wanted to kind of decorate his own store like do kind of his own thing and they refused to let him decorate the store the way that he wanted it which was blue and yellow um so he decided to open up his own rental store blockbuster video incorporated which opened the first store on october 19th 1985 in dallas texas so that's like where they started which i think that's pretty funny that like he started his own company because they wouldn't let him decorate the colors that he wanted to. That's so funny. Imagine if they just let him do it and Blockbuster that, was never made. Yeah. And like, has anybody heard of VideoWorks? Because I haven't. <laughs> nope. Uh, have, you heard, have you heard the name Blockbuster? Yeah, you probably have. So uh, I thought one of the really cool things that I saw when I was uh, learning about this is uh, Blockbuster won a lawsuit against Nintendo in 1987. And that's actually what paved the way for like video game rentals in, in the, in the rental stores. So before that you couldn't rent video games in movie places. They won a lawsuit against Nintendo and that's how that started. So all those games that you rented when you were a kid, you, you have blockbuster to thank for that. Wow. Thanks. Um, not Dane cook. 
What's David. <laughs> David, <laughs> David, Cook. Cook. David, David Cook. Cook. Thanks, David, David Cook. Cook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dane Cook. Whatever happened to Dane Cook? Is I, I remember his special. Alive? He had his special one. Was it? I don't even know if it was Netflix or not. Oh God, no. He was. He was before Netflix was like really. Yeah, I remember like, seeing his popular yet, I don't his think. special where he was on like that circle stage in the middle of the arena. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or was it was it a, like a, a high five, like a, a hand or something? Yeah, that was like his symbol. Yeah, um, I think that was isolated incident. Or you know that sounds right. I don't know. Um, that no, sounds I, familiar. I, so I'm guessing thought, that's it. I, I'm probably one of the few people. I I thought Dan Cook was funny. I, oh, I liked a, him. He had a couple of sketches that like he had some sketches that were very accurate. Like we were talking the other day, the, the uh, drive-through one. <laughs> the drive-through one. That is so fucking accurate. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sweet and sour sauce on my body. <laughs> Big Mac. Big Mac large fry. Yeah, that's exactly how it was. Some people were like, you could barely hear them because they it's so accurate. Order. It's so accurate. But no, yeah, yeah. He, had, he had a couple of good ones. I never like went out of my way to watch them, but I no, remember seeing no. him on Comedy Central quite a bit. Yeah, but, no, he was he was definitely not like the person that you would you would willingly go out and watch. But yeah, so okay. David oh. Cook. David, um, thank you, David. Yes, thank you, David, for the video game rentals. We appreciate your service to the industry. <laughs> so at uh, at their peak, Blockbuster had over nine thousand stores. Wow, like that's so so many. You know, every time you tell me a statistic like that, like it's always so much higher than I think I would have guessed. Yeah, like like blockbuster like now like nowadays because they went out of business like you're like oh blockbuster they used to be pretty big like no they used to be big they were the number one video rental place which back in like you know the 90s and the in the later 80s that was huge like that's where you got your entertainment from they didn't have stream we didn't have streaming services like netflix or anything going on so yeah yeah it's crazy um but Speaking of streaming services, um, that's actually kind of what uh, was their downfall due to competition like Netflix, Redbox, and um, all the other places that you could get movies a lot easier without the rent, uh, the rental fees or the late fees. Um, the company eventually filed for bankruptcy in 2010, and by 2014, they sold the last of only 300 open stores. But uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, this one, but there is one left. There is really? one blockbuster. They're known as the last blockbuster and they have a lit Twitter. Their <laughs> Twitter is so funny. I, if you're listening to this, anybody out there, you too, Jake, go check out their Twitter because it's, it's just hilarious. Um, <laughs> it's in Bend. It's in Bend, Oregon, Oregon. I don't know how they say it out there. I think it's Oregon, how they pronounce it. But they've been the only survivor uh, they, the long, um, to survive under the franchise name. Um, they're no longer obviously under franchise, but um, they're actually, I, I was reading something, they're surviving the pandemic right now. Really? Yeah, like people are still like ordering from them and they still, they do, um, uh, what, are they, uh, what do you call them? Like the membership cards? They sell those membership cards to this day, but it's just like, like a cool novelty item to have. Like, it's like, oh, I got a Blockbuster card. And you're like one of the few people that still has a Blockbuster card. They still sell them. Wow. I was about to say, like, let's have, like, a, a moment of silence for those 300 stores. But, like, this oh, little engine that could is still 
it's, it's still, still pushing. running. It's still running. All right, we will have just just a brief, very very brief, <laughs> because they're still technically open. But we'll have a brief moment for the franchise. Okay, that's long All enough. Right. That is they, very. They, they that, was, that was a little too long. long. <laughs> a little too long. That's too much. Too much for Blockbuster. Take it easy, Blockbuster. All right. All right. <laughs> um. So, uh, since we're since we're talking about the Netflix and streaming thing, though, I feel like we 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 have to talk about them because this is another more modern idea of how to kill the boredom in the Midwest. Like you don't go to video rental places anymore. You just go to Netflix. Um, how much do you know about Netflix? Like, like history? history? Not too much. Like all I know is they used to have half of their, I would say even half, over half of their library, you would click in to go watch it and it'd be like, we'll send you the DVD and you yep. couldn't stream it. And then you get yeah. pissed off. Cause it's like, I'm not going to wait for the fucking DVD to come. Um, well that's how like, they started though yeah and like that gave me a terrible like first impression on netflix and i kind of started out hating it yeah um i think there's a lot of people like that yeah because yeah that's that's how they started it was obviously like a mail a mail order one because they they were trying to compete with all these other big places and to be more convenient <laughs> it's weird to think of it as more convenient now to send things in the mail because <laughs> i can't even remember the last time i mailed something like that i physically put a postage stamp on something and mailed it out. Yeah, it's been a while. But uh, Netflix, they were founded in 1997 in Scotts Valley, California. And uh, do you know why they created Netflix? It's actually a pretty funny story. I do not. So their CEO um, got a late fee at Blockbuster. (laughs) I already love it. And so he started his own company where there would be no late fees, Netflix. So you would have it mailed out to you and you just keep it as long as you want. Um, And the rentals originally were like $4 with a $2 postage. So six bucks, you would rent it and you could keep it as long as you want. But that's why it was started because he got a late fee at Blockbuster. (laughs) That's funny. I love that. Which I think is hilarious because like um, another, another little fun fact, Blockbuster uh, actually turned down an offer to buy Netflix for $50 million. Would Blockbuster turn it down? Yeah. Yeah, Blockbuster got an offer to buy Netflix in its very early days for $50 million, And wow. they didn't take the offer. David Cook is probably a little salty yeah, today. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe a pretty dumb move because Netflix was actually kind of the reason that Blockbuster went out of business. And yeah. Bought them and taken over that business model. Like, we would be we would be streaming Blockbuster right now. Could you imagine? Imagine no Netflix, but it was all like blue and yellow instead of like red and black. <laughs> that would be just, there's got to be an alternate reality somewhere yeah. <laughs> where people are streaming Blockbuster, Blockflix. <laughs> <laughs> um, their, uh, their actual streaming platform for Netflix, though, uh, didn't launch until 2010. I think that's kind of what you were uh, talking about where you used to click on and it's like, oh, well, we have it in DVD form. Wait, Um, so 2010 is when they originally started like any streaming? Yep, that was was when they first launched streaming. Wow, that, I felt like it was before that. Yeah, that seems... To me, it seems early because I don't remember streaming hardly anything in high school. In 2010, I would have been in high school. Oh, true. Yeah, wow. Yeah, you forget how old we are sometimes. Yeah, that's weird. Um. Netflix currently, do you want to just take a random guess at how much inter- how much of the internet traffic they account for? Like all of the internet in its entirety? Yeah, just like um like in a fra- like in fractions, like uh 
one tenth of all internet. One third. Wait, one third? One third of all internet traffic is accountable for Netflix. Isn't like eighty percent of the internet like porn? Well yeah, like how does yes, that work 80, out? Eighty <laughs> percent of the internet is porn. So there's like eighty percent of the websites and everything out there is porn. But this is like the traffic, like people actually going to websites. I guess the, and, um, yeah. People aren't watching porn twenty four seven, so Well maybe you aren't. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Jake. Speak for yourself. Do you want to take a guess at how many hours are streamed every day of Netflix? I, I couldn't even guess. Take take a random shot in the dark, like your craziest how many number. Hours? How many hours every day total are streamed? It's gotta be in the millions. Like let's let's go, I'm gonna go like eight eighty million hours. <laughs> I mean you were right about the millions, but it's hundred and forty nine million hours a day. All right. I'm not disappointed with my my answer. Yeah, yeah. So when you said the millions, I was like, okay, okay. He's not gonna say some like super low, <laughs> like four, four, fourteen thousand hours. <laughs> fourteen thousand hours. Yeah. Uh, no, try a million. Um, That's a ton. But I don't know if you remember this, but I'm pretty sure that we watched this back in college when we were like super late at night one night. I don't even remember. Um, but the first Netflix original was titled Example Show. And it featured uh, juggling, moonwalking, model trains, and a monologue from Julius Caesar. And I feel like I remember us watching some weird thing where it was just like a bunch of like videos of like random buildings and there was like people doing random stuff. And I don't know if it was the same thing or not. You know, like it's this is weird because it kind of sounds familiar, but I have no visual in my mind of any of that. Oh, so I'm sure I, they- I think the copious amounts of alcohol from how it <laughs> killed that last memory that we had. Yeah. I, I, I kind of want to rewatch it now though. Uh, yeah. See, it was weird because when uh, the website that I found that on said that you can still stream it. But the other day I was on um, the Roku TV that we have here and I typed in example show and like nothing came up specifically titled example show. So I don't know if you can only find it like, on uh, on your laptop like the the actual website version of it or or what but uh according huh. to them you can still stream it so but we're going to try to figure it out because i kind of want to watch that again it sounds yeah, I, familiar i feel like i i've definitely watched it yeah same it did it sounded really familiar i feel like i've seen it and then uh just a brief mention uh because they they're not exactly innovators but um hulu the beta of hulu launched in 2007 um they were released to the public in 2008. Um, and that was pretty much all I wanted to mention about Hulu. Cause like, yeah, I, I love Hulu, but they, they definitely weren't like trailblazers or anything. They just kind of like copied what Netflix did. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. They, they did for a really long time. I feel like right now, I, I feel like most streaming services all have like the same base model of like, yeah, like originals versus just like, they all have like their own um, big name things to draw people in. Yeah, I mean, like everybody, everybody's trying to make it their own streaming service now. But like Netflix, they they were definitely the original. Like they they oh, were yeah. the ones who really started all that. They took down Blockbuster, which back then that was kind of a crazy thing to do. But um, streaming services in general have just kind of changed how we watch movies in general, especially now after this whole COVID nineteen thing. Yeah, like uh, I just saw a trailer for a movie coming out. That uh, you know how it used to be like uh, in theaters now, yeah. 
it's not just in theaters now it's in theaters and streaming july whatever so like they're just going to start releasing movies as streaming platforms as well oh i saw something that was coming out too that was going straight to streaming yeah that's just like that's what's going to happen now i can i can already see it because how much easier is that to just pay a rental fee watch it on your tv rather than go out and deal with people and possibly yeah. get sick? I wonder how expensive it'll be to rent it. Cause like right now, like on Google play store or something like new movies that come out, like some of them are like 20 bucks to rent, which I, I feel mean, yeah. like if they did that, I can definitely see it being possible. Cause like that's close to theater price. It's close. And you're paying for convenience too. Right. I'd also don't know how much of that ticket price for theaters is going to like Marcus theaters versus like, the movie industry. I like, I have I have notes about that somewhere from that uh, from the movie theater episode that we did. Yeah. So I mean, uh, if I they say it was forty, but they only get like forty percent of the ticket. Okay. Price. So that's like quite that, a bit. That's why, yeah. That's why. But that's why it's so expensive because like they only see half the money from that. That's why they keep raising their prices to try to make more money. Concessions is where they really make bank. Yeah. So. You know, I kind of I, I I like when things come straight to stream. Like that'd be cool if that happened, but. I think that that would probably destroy the theater industry and I would hate to lose theaters because I, I love theaters. Yeah. Like right now I'm probably not going to be going to a theater. Just right. I don't want to like, they, they don't keep them especially clean and like, I don't want to get coronavirus. Um, yeah. It's going to be a while. But, you know, go back. It's going to be a while, but I do like there's, it doesn't really, there's nothing that quite compares to like going out and seeing a movie um, with a bunch of friends or with your significant other like that's always going to be a, a very classic feeling so if they go out of business completely that's going to be really sad yeah i hope if they do do a straight to stream thing i don't i, I kind of hope it's temporary for like the times that we're in right now yeah and yeah. movie theaters don't go anywhere maybe they'll make it permanent and they'll just make it even more expensive so you so only the people who really don't want to go out into public they have that option like yeah, cool. I can pay twenty five dollars to watch this movie, but I don't have to go out. And then right. ticket prices at the theaters are still. Yeah, I, I bet are. that they'd still probably be over twenty bucks to rent for like a new movie that comes out, like a like a. Yeah. Like big movies, like Marvel or mm-hmm. um, a bunch of like a actor movies, you know. Which, which that's only gonna be better for the movie industry itself, like um, like Disney when they keep making more Marvel movies. Think of how many times you've wanted to watch the premiere, but it was sold out, so you couldn't right. go. Now you can stream it, and and if you want to go watch it again later, you can go to the theater and experience it in the theater. But I think it'll only benefit the movie industry, not the theater industry. The theaters are going to take a big oh, yeah. hit. On it, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. I think every industry ever is going to be changed by this. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's um, going to be weird to see what the world is like in like a year. Yeah, the new the new normal. So they what they keep saying. I'm I'm really not looking forward to this second round that everybody keeps talking about. Like it's going to come back and there's going to be more more layoffs and. Uh, but that's um, the world we live in. Yeah. Well, on a on a brighter note, I forgot to mention earlier when we were talking about the restricted section of Family Video. Oh yeah, you had a story. Uh no, like like ours was like this like little closed off room. And it was just like one hallway to get back to it. But there were, there's a worker that was always back there. And then there was a camera in there too. So like it made sure that like kids couldn't just stroll on in there. And 
I always wanted to go back there just to see what the room even looked like. <laughs> like I was so curious. And mm. I, I remember when you'd go to check out, they had a monitor like behind the counter that you could see when you were checking out. And it was it, every like 10 seconds, it would change to a different camera in the store. And it was like their security monitor. So you could watch like the, the screen flicker to a different camera viewing angle from wherever it was in the store. And if you were checking out at the right time, you could catch a glimpse of the one that was in the restricted section. <laughs> and like, I was like, Oh my God, there it is. But uh, the, the funny part is there was this one guy that was back there, like a customer and he had movies that like his hand was down by his stomach and there were movies piled up to like his neck. And like, <laughs> I remember seeing him like holding the stack of movies while like reading the back of another DVD. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you're reading the back of a pornographic DVD, please reevaluate your entire life. Uh, I was like, everything you need to go back all the way to the beginning and just think about what you've done because you should not be reading the back of those. <laughs> I was like, there's like a five limit movie there, bud. Like, you can't order 17 DVDs. <laughs> Uh, I, I I probably shouldn't say the names of them while we're while we're recording, but some of the names because I, I have been in that back room, and they have some movie parodies that the names of them are just hilarious. Yeah, I told they're you, funny. I, I told you a couple of them when we were playing games the other day. Um, they're ob- obviously a little too explicit. Like we're an explicit podcast, but I'm not about to like say <laughs> some of the titles on here because we I try to keep most, it relatively clean. I like to think that most of our audience has a understanding of the titles. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, you know, you know, you know what they could use for Harry Potter, mm-hmm. or uh, um, you might have seen the one for the Edward Star Wars Scissors. Ones. Yeah, the Star Wars ones. Uh, what what rhymes with war and uh, and is common in the <laughs> in the porn industry? Um, but then I, I really like the Edward Scissorhands ones, where his hands are scissors. <laughs> uh, there's, the there's the Star else. Wars cover was my favorite because it was like they reenacted like one of like the Star Wars posters for the original trilogy. <laughs> And it was like like Luke holding the gun out, but <laughs> instead of a laser coming out, it was just uh I'll leave it to you guys as imagination but it was <laughs> at the other end of the gun. And it just was kind of flopped. <laughs> a, a, it was a floppy gun. It was, was a floppy laser. A big old floppy uh, laser. But no big old the... floppy vibrating laser. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I, I just I can't imagine being on set for something like that and just <laughs> Uh, like you have to take that seriously or like yeah. not how do you not bust out laughing on camera like like uh, you you know the industry but at a certain point you're just like what are we doing like <laughs> such a crazy industry such a crazy industry but uh that's yeah. all i got for today i don't know if you have anything anything else you want to add any other stories uh stories about blockbuster or renting movies um i think that's about it for myself all right well um as usual you can follow us on twitter at uh midwest underscore boredom you can find us on facebook midwest boredom podcast um still don't have that email that i keep swearing that i'm gonna make but (laughs) we still don't really have anybody listening so i don't think it's that big of a deal um but yeah if you have any topic ideas and you do stumble across this podcast send them into us uh shoot us a dm on twitter send us a message on facebook uh, and we'll try to cover it. I'll do the research. Uh, Jake will do the editing and we'll put together an episode specifically for you. And then as uh, we have said in the last couple of episodes, we still have that giveaway that we're talking about. 
where if you are our first official fan or one of our first, like, I don't know, what do you want to say? Five first five official fans. Yeah. Is that a good number? Uh, yeah, I could, we could, we could change it to five. I could like have like a template where I just kind of swap out their face. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll just, uh, we'll swap your face out and we'll put you in the little rocket ship and we'll all be going off to explore outer, outer space together in a, in a rocket ship. And it's, <laughs> it's going to be a limited edition and there will only be five t-shirts ever made. So, <laughs> we'll so have, you- we'll have, uh, uh, I, I think, do we want one? I, I kind of, I would like to have one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. There will be seven t-shirts, but two of them are unavailable because clearly Jake and I are going to have our own ones that are just going to be just the two of us. And we're going to be exploring outer space together as bros. <laughs> so if you want one of those t-shirts again, uh, shoot us a message. Let us know that you, that you do enjoy the show. Um, but until then go out and, uh, if you do still have a video rental store near you, go patronize them, go, uh, go rent some movies, go keep them in business. But until next time, uh, we'll be talking beer next week. Bye. Bye.